Yo, we back what up? at it again. It's your boy. Episode three on you hoes, bro. That's one, two, what three, up? count them. Yo, congratulations, bro. That's third yes, week sir, in a row, soon, baby. Bro. We got that's a small victory. Yep. We got to take. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Small victory. I'm gonna take. Be a little different, but hey. uh, all right. We'll figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. People yeah. don't know I'm going uh, to a wedding for uh, me and my partner. It's her uh, her friends' wedding. Both of them are friends are getting married in Savannah, Georgia, and it's gonna be a good time. That's happening all next weekend. Nice. Nice, nice, man. No, that sounds exciting. I wish I had a reason to go away for about a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, okay, that's fantastic. Glad you have the days for that, too, you know? Um, PTO is the best thing that yeah, man. invented. Yeah, bro. I mean, the fact, but, but the way our PTO is set up isn't the greatest thing that America ever invented. Um no, it's not. It's, we should, we should, it's, it's not the most with, distribution. Yeah, we should have been started off with like twenty days, so that we had like a little bit of prep. At least, you know? at least, man. And you know what's crazy, man? They start you off like a lot of um, corporate America jobs or average business jobs give you like thirty-five days if you're like a full-time, you know, employee. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I think we but get what a max. We don't get any. How it works. I don't even think, I think we're, I think when we're put on, we're, I, I forget how many days we get, but it's not enough because when you look at even the people that have been here a short time, they don't have many hours at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So however it's done is however it's done, but I do know how we accumulate them is the most inefficient I, I just think possible. that we also don't even get a lot of days off. Like a lot of these jobs have like so many holidays and they don't work on those holidays why we have to work on those holidays doesn't even make any sense because we can't even contact the people that are not in jobs we need people to be in their offices for us to call them so if they're not in their offices why are we calling them if no exactly. it's just why are we in the office it's just a waste of time what are we gonna do catch anyway. the ones that are also mad that they're in the office <laughs> you know what i mean work all day long bro yeah, bro. I mean, but aside from that, um, I guess we'll keep up traditions from last episode and jump straight into these goddamn questions, bro. Jumping straight into it, we'll start with number six because we left off after number five, which was what the life lesson you had to learn the hard way, right? So, question six. What do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? The example he gives is, I wish I spent more time simplifying my life instead of just accumulating stuff, quote unquote. Now I will be spending the next five years getting rid of the crap that I thought I would enhance it, um, but has only complicated it. What I would have did differently, I think, is just managed money better, you know? So I had a little oh, bit yeah, more- results. Yeah, I mean that that take that takes time, you know. You're you're a person, you don't know how to manage money. Bro, when I went to college for the first time, I had like five thousand dollars saved up for my jobs, just you know, washing dishes and shit. I had five thousand dollars saved up ready to go, or I was busting tables at the time with the cheesesteak factory. 
great people, good environment to work in. But I was, I had like $5,000 saved up, ready to go to college for the first time, 21 years old, you know, going away, going down to Savannah. That uh, first 10 weeks, all that money was gone. All of it. <laughs> Didn't even stand a chance. That's crazy. The shit was gone just purely <laughs> on tequila. Purely That's on tequila. That's hilarious. <laughs> just tequila, nothing else. Nothing like laundry, food, uh, books, things that enhance your cultural well-being. Nah, just tequila. Yeah, more, more, more we'll, go, we'll go like maybe 4K was put on tequila. <laughs> The rest of it was put on maybe food or something. Be a couple books yeah. here and there. <laughs> the the oh, sliver yeah. in that pie on that pie chart, <laughs> the small sliver. Yeah, we just got the sunlight going. Oh man, yeah, probably got yeah. a nice picture of the. Uh, I'm gonna have to have you edit that out because you ain't. We don't need people to see my bed. Yeah. Oh, bed. Yeah, yeah bro. We just peeped. It was okay, though. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, nah, but yeah, man. I, I, I'll be I'll be completely honest with you, bro. I agree with that. I really wish I would have managed my money a little bit better five years ago. I mean, not to say that I did terribly, right? Because, you know, I'm not bad now. Like, really, as far as, like, savings go and all that great stuff. But... You know, if I would have had the surplus of what I could have probably saved instead of spent, you know what I mean? Then who's to know what I would have by now? You know what I mean? So, um, we have the resources that we have nowadays too. Like, we have crypto we can put our money into. By the way, I would suggest people hop into Boost Coin and uh, Rocket Coin. That shit's going. It's about, to, about to blow up, bro. That shit's on like a seven, eight day, just steady increase right now. Ooh, bro, nice honestly, bro, coming up, bro. Another one, AMD, AMD stocks right now. Yeah, they're steady increase. They're, they're not like shooting. You know what I mean? Because you know corporate America, but you know AMD. Ever since I've gotten back into it, man, um, hasn't disappointed me. Really hasn't. So. You know, boom, there's some money moves for y'all, man. Pay attention, stay tuned. You might learn something. I'm joking. <laughs> I do wish I knew more about stocks, though, bro. I don't have the time to learn about that stuff. That's that's like a whole... You have to dedicate your whole fucking life to that shit if you want to go in it hard. Or you hire some motherfucker to do it for you. Yeah, which is money because, you know, them suckers sometimes take commissions off of your earnings and shit like that. I get it. You're professional. You know what I mean? And you should get paid for what you do. Although, but like, that's not a bad move, time, though. That's my money, bro. Uh, well, it's not a bad move, though. Because you think about it, they have to still make good decisions because they don't want to fuck you over because then, essentially, they're fucking themselves over. You know, if you get commission off right. of what, with my money, I want you to be making good choices with that money. And you know that you're most likely going to be making good choices with that money because it's your now you're making money off that money. So the more money that I make, the more money he makes or she makes or whoever makes. Um, I'll counter that with this. There's a reason why we see a lot more services nowadays moving to the agents with no commissions platform or way of doing than uh, agencies doing and keeping the commissions way of business. 
because what can happen is, at least I can think of, what happens may uh, be that people wind up making deals with people who are going public maybe or something like that and they say to themselves okay i want you to start promoting my stock and i will pay you like your commission per se i'll pay you outright right now you know x number of dollars the moment my stock hits this percentage right and basically you can wind up doing you know your own little versions of pump and dumps you know what i mean with people's money oh yeah so you know that shit gets shoddy you know what i mean so it's like you know while I will say, never, never say, you know, don't invest your money with people who know what to do with it. Because I will say, definitely, if you don't really know how to do it yourself, don't try to, you know, jump full force in it with your money and then wind up losing it. Definitely give it to a professional, consult with them, let them help you and guide you through it. And, you know, you can only hope that you can trust them with what they're doing. However, on the other end of that, you know, just try to keep a monitor about who you're giving your information to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You got to be careful with your money because that's, you know, that's your money. <laughs> you got to be just be careful with it. What's uh, what we got for yeah, question I six? I completely agree with you. Yeah, that was question six. So yeah, I was just about to say, um, we got question seven, which is, do you ask enough questions or do you settle for what you know? For example, I learned a long time right. ago that when you are nervous about having conversations with people, just ask them a lot of questions about themselves because ourselves is our favorite topic. So I am typically pretty inquisitive, but I also have an extremely curious nature that leads me to borderline annoy people with my, inter my interrogations. Hmm. Um, I think you started off last question, right? Yeah, that's on you now. Yeah, so uh, I feel like, I feel like I can get curious, but I notice when there's a wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I, I guess I'm, I would say I'm more the person that's not afraid to tap a wall. I'll say that. And then after that, I settle for what I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll do that. It just depends on the environment, obviously. It depends on where you're at. So, I mean, I was over the weekend, I have a couple examples of this situation happening. I was having with basically new people that I met, never talked to before. Um, so, I was Friday night, I had a dance, um, it was a dance party, and it was at the dance studio that I go to. And these are new people I've never even seen before. So, I'm having a conversation with some of them and these people are getting married you know these are new still new dancers and everything but i don't know them and some people i felt you know i'm a little it was a little awkward for me because i you know these people a lot of them have been dancing for a while um but this particular couple were getting married and i just was having a conversation with them and i can tell i told i could tell automatically that it just the vibe it wasn't working you know we were just trying to some more information out and they were you know trying to get they're trying to get me back and it was trying to like have a good conversation with each other but it just wasn't working out it wasn't the vibe wasn't right and i knew it and i knew it the whole conversation and i'm like ah, we're just not vibing you know so i went and tried to talk to some other couples and other people we were trying to just figure out who we could vibe with um at that party you know finally we finally met some people we were talking having a good time we but it wasn't a long-term situation. It wasn't like a long-term friendship that I developed in that moment. 
Now, fast forward to yesterday night, I'm there at a party with people that I don't know, but I also know a couple of them, my friend, Bert. With those conversations we were talking, we were, it wasn't more of a ask a question, get a question. It wasn't an interrogation type of move. This was more of a discovery call, like a discovery conversation. We were discovering more elements about his day, about how, because he's a, he's a sub teach, he's a substitute teacher right now. And that's not his you know permanent job, but he's, we're having conversations about these kids and just in a conversational, you know, way that conversations happen. He was talking to me about the kids and how I was able to relate to that. So it was us discovering things about you know, more psychological, you know, more, it was a deeper understanding, a deeper conversation than just simple. Let me ask you a question. You answer the question. Let me ask you a question. You answer the question. You ask me a question. I answer the question. It wasn't you know, like that. This was more of a, we are discovering things together and that's what propelled the conversation. So I think that was really cool. And that's kind of what you strive for in conversations. You know, you're not trying to it's not an interrogation. It's not a, just a, let me ask you, you ask me type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, I can see that view, you know? I mean, because I would say the best conversations I've had are, are conversations that don't always rely on somebody having to ask the next question in order for things to move on. You know, like, unless that's kind of what the purpose is, like you guys are kind of doing that as a thing, like a 21 question saying, you know, like if I have to ask you, okay, so, you know, what are you doing? Watching TV. Okay. What are you watching? I'm watching this. Yeah. Okay. Do you like it? Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my back hurts from all this carrying. Yeah. I got to do yeah. conversations <laughs> right now. Yeah, what, I, what I noticed <laughs> you do, yeah, but what I noticed what you do in conversations is that you're able to, give excitement you know like you're you sound involved in what the person is saying um at first when i was listening you talk to other people you were it it came off to me as don't take offense to this but it came off to me as fake because i wasn't used to it but i heard you talking to more people about and like the way you sound like oh yeah okay oh really no way okay but you actually are involved so it's not fake so it just took me a minute to like be like, oh, because me, half the time I think people are just being fucking sarcastic, you know? Just like yeah. you can say something and I'm like, oh, okay, this person really doesn't give a fuck. He's just being sarcastic about it. But yeah. you are genuinely interested in what the person's saying, and that <laughs> is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that I mean, I think that everybody has their own thing. You know what I mean? Whether that be, you know, let's say you like to collect Legos or some shit, or you like to, you know, draw or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, to me, people's passions are just that. They're passions. And, you know, what makes them excited is what makes them excited. Now, I can let them know that I don't, I may not particularly know a whole lot about what they, you know, what they're passionate about. So I can't really hold as much of a conversation as they may want me to or would like me to at the moment about it but what i will not do is you know well and that's what i've learned, learned to not do i should say is put down anybody's passion should i maybe in my own 
hemisphere deem it something that's not something I would do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it may, because you know, even though it's not something I would personally do, that doesn't mean that it's a bad passion to have. It doesn't mean that it's not worth exploring for them. And definitely, just like a lot of this shit, like the podcast and my book means to me, it means the same shit to these people in their lives, and it helps them move on, and it helps them get through the day, and it helps them, you know, kind of have something to do. So who am I to step on, you know, whatever makes them happy and what they, you know, what they need in life? You know what I mean? So. I can genuinely get excited about other people's stuff because I can see or relate to having a passion for something and caring about something and wanting it to be something different or change or stay the same even. So that's all that is, man. The yeah. more you learn that other people are just people, the better things can be. <laughs> no, you just like you appreciate the passion. You can. That's what you respond well to. Mm-hmm me <laughs> no it's not it's not too hard uh it's just like it's hard to under have an understanding of people and even when i was in college i took a communication class and that was taught to get deeper into the conversations and and it kind of felt like a little bit of prime you know hmm. so you asked hey what's going on uh, what happened throughout your day like oh well, how'd you feel about that and then you're asking questions about what they say, you know, if you notice something's off, you're like, what's wrong? Oh, okay. And then you repeat what they're saying, but it's not a repeat. It's like a, a paraphrasing so that you can relate to that, that you understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, it's kind of, I hope that made sense. No, I, it made a lot of sense. Um, it's basically how handling a, conflict goes or at least should go which is you know the problem with a lot of conversations and relationships and all these great things is is that a lot the the main issue is that oftentimes people feel like they're not being heard so yeah the paraphrasing is meant to rehash what they just said and they feel like that you maybe missed in their view to say hey no keep talking i hear you i understand you know, we're on the same page. And from here on out, you know, you can keep continuing or are you're done. If you're done, then just know that now that I've told you and we've agreed that what I said as far as what your point was is true, just know that what I say next is relevant to what you care about, you know? And yeah. I don't think that's a bad I mean, thing. It actually kind of is very similar Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but that's it's very similar that, like, conversation, as you said. Yeah, well, the first thing they tell us to do, I mean, really, is uh, if once you get a, once you get like a, once you have like someone that is rebutting you, like they're saying, no, I don't want this, and then you have to come back with a rebuttal, and you're like, look, I understand that you may be in a contract and you're happy, however, blah blah blah, you know, you show them that they are being heard and that you are listening to them, and that just that that's a lot. Oh, that means a lot. Yeah. Communication is one of the biggest tools anyone can use in life. Yep. You know what I mean? To properly convey and properly communicate and let people know what's going on without just kind of like hiding shit. Because the, the things that you hide, they always, that's the reason, there's a reason why I'm just saying 
what's done in dark always comes to light. There's a reason why that saying is true and it's been, you know, said by many people over time. And that's because history has shown itself that when you're dealing with people, right, eventually the shit that you're doing, especially if you're associating with people often, the same people often, the shit that you're doing that you're not telling them will catch up eventually. And we'll all be, they'll all be in the same room. And now you got to explain what's going on over here and why the person you've taken this far into this situation is now being blindsided with the train that's on its way. And it's like, you know, to me, I'd rather just be honest with the people, yo. Like, yo, yeah, that, that song was trash, bro. I don't think that, that that was a very good, you know, musical number. You should go back and change X, Y, and Z about it. Other than that, it was cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind doing that to people. Because I don't have to remember that I said well, it. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the part of criticism that people who are artists have to understand. A lot of people can't take criticism. And that's tough. You have to understand, look, it's not a shot at you. Yes, you are the creator of it. Like, we're just talking strictly like if someone was an artist and you're trying to critique them. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it, this is what works. This is what didn't work. And it may, that's just, but that's just how I perceived it. It may be different mm-hmm. for if you were to for listen the to the song. Mm-hmm. You have a different opinion about that song. What did you like about the song? Well, I like this. Well, what do you think could have changed? xyz you know mm-hmm. communication is huge communication is the single most mm-hmm. important thing in relationships too if you in have general oh absolutely i think that see me when i would started going out with ashley I, we had a we made a mutual decision that we won't argue we'll have conversations we'll have disagreements we have to respect the other person's opinion on things and we may not always agree, but that's because we're different people. And setting that, right. you know, setting that right there, that is the basis of our, our of a whole relationship. Because I don't want to argue. I hate arguing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. it's one is too emotional. Yeah, I get that. But then you know, once you're off in that emotion, you have the, you're very reactionary and you can say shit that you don't mean. Right. And right. With you have a conversation with people, sorry, I kind of just like taking this, but when you have a conversation with people with that you love, you want to come at it in a logical in a logical way. You want to be heard and you also want to have them hear you and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with parents who argued 24-7 and mm-hmm. they know and you no one knew what the fuck was going on because they're all just yelling at each other. And when it's all heated like that, you're not solving any uh, any of the problems. Nothing's being solved. When you have communication, mm-hmm. communication skill, you're able to solve the problems and have an understanding of each other and continue to go on without hurting each other's feelings or, I mean, even if you hurt each other's feelings, but you're not, it's not angry, you know, it's not emotionally heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about I can't, Well, I, I would just probably say I I would say I completely agree with everything that you just said, man. I think that's one of the main things that I try to start to 
start running my life by, which is, you know, like just understanding that, hey, you know, I can see that things are getting a little, you know, excited here. You know, I think we should cut this where it is. Let's take a second, go cool off, be who we got to be for a little bit. And then, you know, when we're ready, we can come back to it and basically say what we really mean. Like, you know what I mean? Like, flesh out the bullshit. You know, there's no fuck you. There's no, you know, well, you didn't do this. Well, you didn't do that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like a me versus you type thing. Because I've, I've figured out in life that everything that's a problem has a base or fundamental fundamental issue. You know what I mean? And to get rid of this is always the best start because as soon as this is gone, the stuff that's on top of it starts to, you know what I mean, disappear. Yeah. And so, you know, while you may be arguing about you know, the fact that she's late again for the dinner date, right? After you told her three times, you know, what time it was and things like that throughout the week, you know what I mean? You know, and you try to make that effort because you realize that the last time, maybe you didn't say it enough, you know, you know, she's busy, such and such, right? And she's late again, you go off, oh, every time I try to schedule something, you're always late. Why do you never have your shit together, such and such and such? You know what I mean? And you could do all this shit, be trash. But the real issue is you feel like you're not being heard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Every time I've told you about this or any time I've told you anything, I feel like you're not listening to me. And then, you know, you wind up late. And then now I've scheduled everything and I've done all this work for you to not now be able to enjoy it with me when I'm ready. You know what I mean? And, you know, when we should be able to do it as I communicated. You know what I mean? So, but that's the, but that's the root issue. Or, you know... You could have the other one where you're just coming at her character. So, um, yeah, couldn't agree more, man. The thing is, like I said, at the end of the day, everybody's people, and you know, at, at some level, at, at some level, everybody's still children. You yeah. know what I mean? And we're all just trying to figure shit out. You know what I mean? Every day, shit is hard, bro. Shit is fucking hard bro you gotta just improv every fucking day and figure out how you can pay your bills not go broke you know what i mean keep keep your car if you have one moving you know uh be able to pay to go to work you know what i mean have a job in the first damn place do well at said job you know what i mean keep social relationships gain social relationships get enough sleep drink enough water eat well you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot to life <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. All right, we back. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, bro. So that's all that is. I guess I don't even. I I, I think I think we've gotten out what we need to get out as far as communication and whatnot goes. Yeah. Um. We could have a whole fucking so, podcast just on communication. <laughs> Yo, that'd have been dope. I wouldn't have minded it at all. You know, who gives a fuck, honestly? Uh, let's see. True, true. So, um, question see, eight. We gotta get to question ten on this, man. Five questions okay, every episode, okay. bro. We gotta keep it up. So, okay. so number eight. Uh, who do you love and what are you doing about it? Um, I, for example, I love my family, my friends, and and husband, but I am willing to admit that I do not do enough about it. I have definitely fallen into the taking the people you love for granted 
uh, quote unquote, and need to work on expressing how I feel. Um, so, floor is yours, Tony. Who do you love and what are you um, doing about it? I love my friends, my family, my beautiful girlfriend. Um, do I do enough about it? Yeah, partner, girlfriend. For me, it's interchangeable. For her, it might be interchangeable as well. Um, but do I do enough about it? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I could do way more with everything, you know? Could yeah. talk to my friends more, talk to my family more. I don't call my mom nearly as much as I should call my mom. Um, I don't call my dad as much as I should call my dad. Uh, I try to do as much as I can with what's in front of me. Like my girlfriend, I see her all the time. I sometimes, you know, I'll admit it. I do take for granted for the things that she does for me. But when I look back, you know, say for the la- yesterday or the day before, I look back and it's definitely I appreciate it. You know, it's definitely always appreciated everything that she does for me. And there's things I should do more to try and re- uh, replicate that because or reciprocate, reciprocate that. Um, because, you know, she does mean the world to me. I've got to show her that. You know, I sometimes, you know, might be just, I, I might, you know, she might think that I do, but I always feel like I could do more, you know, you always feel like that. And I don't know, that's, that's how I feel about that. I feel like I could always do more to show people how much I do really love them and really care for them. Yeah. Do I do yeah. enough? I don't know. That's not up to me for me to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, no, no, that, that, that whole element of all too, right? So. Uh, I would say I completely agree with that as far as what it is for me as well. Um, single, but every other one other than that one, anyways, <laughs> uh, every single one after that, same thing, man. You know, I love my family. I love my friends, um, things like that, man. And I, I try to do the best I can to give everyone their touches and, you know, make them feel like I remember them and, you know, that like you know they're not forgotten and all these great things and you know for the most part i can usually do what i can you know what i mean with the 12 hours i have in the day really 24 because you're asleep for like eight of those seven eight of those if you're lucky so you know it's uh i've learned to accept the things that i boom the serenity quote you know learn what I have the power to, you know, to change and accept what I can't. So, you know, I try to keep the people that I can try to, you know, I guess the easiest keep in front of me in front of me. And, you know, those that I can't, you know, when I, when, whenever I have the ability to, or the time or the, the mental space or the, the wherewithal or basically feel like to, at the end of the day, reach out, then I do so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think to spend every day of your life stressing about the things that you're not able to, well, at least the people that you're not able to, uh, I guess, reach out to um, are the days that you're not really spending, focusing on getting in touch with yourself. So, you know, and then there's also the element of, you know, phones and the internet are two-way objects, bro. Like, you know, we're right now connecting with thousands and thousands of people over the internet. And all we want to do is post, our, post ourselves talking. So, you know, 
these same people that you're worried about, you know, hitting up are, you know, they have phones too, and they could very much, if they cared enough or had enough time, hit you up as well. So, you know, there's also that element. Like, I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing. Whenever we, for some reason, come together on what things we're doing, then we can do that. You know what I mean? And that's that. So, you know, and then I also am a firm believer of real friendships don't die. You know what I mean? Like, just because I haven't talked to you in, like, a few months, let alone, let's say, fucking two years or some shit like that. If I circle back around and I'm like, yo, I'm back in town, let's hang out, I do not expect a, well, where were you the last two games? You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't expect that. That's that's, that's what I believe, man. Um, we got two more questions to go. Okay. Question nine. What's a belief that you hold with which many people disagree? For example, that for the most part, we create our destiny and is not determined by fate. The decisions we make and opportunities we take are what create our lives. That's true, though. I mean, I don't think that there's a fate either. Um, but that's not necessarily what they're asking. If they're saying, me personally, what do I have as a belief that's not necessarily true across all people? At least more people won't want to, uh, don't necessarily agree with. Um, I do not believe in the idea of soulmate um that may trigger a bunch mm. of people you know what i mean and that's cool i'm okay with that you know what i mean um you know not to say that those people are any smarter or dumber or more gullible not to say anything about those people if that's what they want to do that's what they want to do they live in a life yeah i mean i'm just me personally i don't believe in soulmate um just mainly because I guess through my my many interactions with people through my life, you know, being moved from, you know, New York to South Carolina, you know, Queens, you know what I mean? Just I, I, I hopped all over the place in my life and I've been able to develop, you know, relationships and all these great things with whoever I ran into for the most part. Um, you know, whether it be just even just one person or, you know, a couple of people. Um, so I believe that the love that you have for people comes about from just how you two interact. You know what I mean? You can have somebody that's, you know, the biggest neat freak in the world, love somebody that is a slop. You know what I mean? You know, and it usually works out. (laughs) Yeah. But, 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 you know, but at the same time, you know, you can have a neat freak, you know, love a, love a neat freak. You can have a, you can have two slops like each other. You can have a slop and, you know, somebody that's weird. You know what I mean? And it's just because of the way that they interact and how they met and how they talk and how they, you know, and then how they kind of just form with each other. Do they develop a kind of saying to themselves, hey, you know, I wouldn't mind waking up every day to you. You know what I mean? Let's, let's try to see what, what goes on with that. Right? So, you know, and then to say to yourself that maybe, you know, maybe that person might not be the person for you because, you know, the word soulmate doesn't trigger in your mind or some shit like that is, I think, asinine. I think love is love. And, you know, who you choose, who you choose to be with doesn't have to be destined and written in stone somewhere. It's, you know, whoever and whatever makes you happy. And that's that. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that life's pretty much all about balance. I think that... If you do have uh, two type A personalities 
people that are very goal oriented. Like I would say you're a type A personality um, versus a person like me who is a type B personality, kind of go with the flow. Uh, you know, you think about how you took this project in, you know, you took this project and you're like, I'm going at it. I'm going to do it, do it, do it. You told me, be here at this time. I'll do my best to be there at that time. I know it's 15 minutes late today, but we won't talk about it. I had a whole emergency, you know, you know why? But <laughs> that being, that being put aside, you know, I'm all, yeah. I'm, I'll be there for it. You know, I'll do what I need. I'll do what I can. I'll go with the flow. And I don't consider that, you know, I, I guess someone could say, oh, it's a, it's a leader or a follower, type A, type B. I completely disagree with that shit because mm-hmm. if I need to take precedence in a, in a, in a moment, and it's always gonna it's gonna be a spec you're not 100 type a or 100 type b yeah, yeah, yeah i can take the leadership role whenever the fuck i need to take the leadership role mm. but you know am i gonna be the guy who plans out my day minute by minute i can't do i function well on that i absolutely do uh i know i do mm. that's but, but i'm not the type of person to do that that's mm. why you know, go with the flow. You have all these questions that you have to go with, go through. I'll fucking go. I'll rock with you all day, boy. We go through these shit like nobody's <laughs> business, right? <clears throat> but as funny. for me, setting it up and having, you know, fucking doing it, mm-hmm. I'll do it if I need to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But will I do it? I don't know. <laughs> you know I, it's just how I feel in the moment. And I think that's where my type yeah. of personality kind of comes in. Um, yeah. But that's just uh, that's just me. I think that I don't I don't believe in the fact that if you're not a leader, you're a follower. Because you know what? I'll leave when I need to leave. I'll follow when I need to follow. Mm-hmm. I go with the flow. And if that flow is telling me I need to take control of this situation, I'm taking control of that situation and we're going. You're either with me or you're not, mm-hmm. and that's just how it's going to be. Um, I right. know we're just talking hypothetically, really, but I mean that's just kind of how I feel in that in that situation. Yeah. Um, I think that was a great answer. So all in all, basically, you don't believe in the saying that people have of oh, it's either you're born a leader or you're born a follower. You believe yeah. that, you know, there's a lot of there's a whole spectrum to that, just like there's a spectrum to a lot of things, and where you fall on that is where you fall on that. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And with that, that can also change throughout time. Um, and finally, yeah, as you grow in, yeah. Um, yeah. But so finally, question ten: uh, What can you do today that you were not capable of a year ago? For example, make a loaf. Oh, I'm not even going to try to say that word from scratch to the Cupid Shuffle line dance. Um, okay, and make a homemade beauty cleanser from scratch. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> what was I able to do? Well, the question is, what am I able to do today that I couldn't do last year? Yeah, dance. Uh, I know how to ballroom dance now. I, I mean, I know the basics. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I could have did it if I learned it last year, but I didn't learn it last year. Uh, I've been learning how to do ballroom dancing for like the last three weeks, three yeah. four weeks ish. Yeah. And it's been actually a really fun time, dude. I fucking, you know, yeah. actually me and Ashley are going doing this and we're doing it as a couple. So like just having that, having your partner next to you while you're dancing and learning together and being patient with each other and just knowing like how one person moves 
um, generally and just learning how to, and being more confident in it too. Like, I mean, I was, we were filmed like the, per, our, our dance instructor filmed us. And when I looked at it, I was like, oh shit. Okay. I look like I know what I'm doing. I was I okay. was impressed with how I looked. I was like, okay. I'm like, oh. okay. Yeah, I thought I was fucking like awkward as shit. Like, I mean, how I was standing. I didn't know what the fuck I looked like. Even though you can see yourself in the mirror, you don't know how smooth you are until, so, you know, until you get a perspective of it, until you see yourself in another angle, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so um, I guess, I guess for me, um, I would say I figured out, okay, I'll ask you this question. And so Tony's going to get to decide how this goes, right, guys? So I'll ask you this question. Do you want the, do you want the introspective version or do you want the, the fun version, like your little dance hall thing? You can do whatever the hell you want. I'll talk to I'm you. asking you. You, I don't, either, either one's fine with me. I, I don't care. You can do both. Okay. Give you a number. Give me a number between one and ten. Four. Okay, so you get the introspective one. All right, let's go. Um, I've learned to control that goal orientation part of me. Mm. Um, as I stated on last episode, if y'all, you know, if y'all coming back, welcome back, y'all beautiful people. You know what I mean? It's yeah, wonderful to have y'all here again. Thank you. Drop uh, Be nice with that like button. You know, tap it gently and say, hey, yes, sir. Treat, treat it nice. You know, everyone's like, yeah. oh, slam that like button. No, 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 no. <laughs> nice little love tap, you know? Give it a little, give it a little, and get, and get that bell a little, get that bell a little dingle. You yeah, know what I mean? We're coming up. You know, turn those noties on, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Follow us. We are The Problem Podcast on Instagram, The Problem Pod Snapchat, The Problem We Are on Twitter. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming again. And to yeah. all these, all those news people, all those, all the new people. What's up, homies? How y'all feeling? Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is what we talk about. Welcome to the family. Everything. Talk about yes, whatever's going on. We have a little list here about what we're going to go through. Do we always get through it? Hell no. But that shit's always <laughs> growing. Yes, sir. We got more content coming yeah. for y'all hoes, boy. Yo, understand, bro. This is going to get fun. You stay along this ride, you get good shit. Tony's gonna do a flip. You ain't even know that because you wasn't there for episode two. You, you know what I've been? Doing? You know what I've been doing to uh, practice the flip? I've been oh, oh that. Ah! Oh man, stop that pickle Oh shit! I forgot I had this on. <laughs> no, no, I've been I've been like trying to get my balance right, like just balancing mm-hmm. on my feet. So every time I'm mm-hmm. waiting for a train. One foot at a time, for like a minute, two minutes, whatever it is. I'll try yeah. to balance a little bit just to get that little little strength in the feet. And I'll build that shit up a little bit. That's great. I think that's a dope idea. I never even thought of that. Me neither, until I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So, but yeah, so I've been learning to control that orientation side of me because what, what I wind up letting it do and I never really realized was... Um, you know, it leaked into basically how I dealt with people, right? So, you know, if like, let's say I have a goal in mind, you know what I mean? When, you know, I think of uh, what I can do with 
you know, let's say you, right? Like, like this podcast. If I said to myself, hey, Tony, we're going to do a podcast such as such, right? And you go, well, wait a minute, I don't really know. I'm kind of uncomfortable with it, I, you know, such as such. What are we even going to talk about? You know what I mean? And I go, you know, don't worry about it. I kind of have, have it handled. And then, you know, as we kind of get closer, closer to the podcast, whatever you go, right? I don't really know about this, such and such. At that time, it's not my job to then push you into my goal. You know what I mean? Because then at the other side of it, let's say you do decide to just do the podcast anyway to be nice. It's not going to go the way it's supposed to go. Right? Because now you're just here for what the fuck I wanted to do. Right? <clears throat> Meanwhile, you know, if I would have just heard you out and maybe went, you know, and tried to understand your pace, kind of let you know where I was, communicated, yeah. right? Um, you know, maybe think we could have still done it, maybe even just down the line if, you know, we kind of just took things a little slower and da 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 Or, you know, we would learn that maybe after, you know, kind of learning a little bit more about each other, maybe it wouldn't work at all. You know what I mean? And we probably would have wasted our time if we just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've learned to control that part of me when it comes to other people and um yeah i i feel like i've made great progress on it <laughs> that makes me sound so sociopathic bro <laughs> well i'm blocking ashley from the reflection in the mirror <laughs> oh by the way look at these nails bro shit Flawless. <laughs> i used to have a terrible nail biting problem bro and it just you gotta put a little bit of like protected coat on it changes it you don't have to do, i don't fucking deal with it no more we're good yes sir they're healing man yeah you yeah. still pick at them though i don't know you gotta stop doing that it, well <laughs> you know anxiety is gonna be there you know we gotta learn ways to cope with that shit mm-hmm. okay but what was that question i know you just answered the question but i forgot what the question was uh, what can you do today that you were not capable of a year oh, ago? I already answered the question. Yeah. Oh, not capable. I, I guess I was the boy. boy. You might be baby. Hi. What's up, bud? Anyways, um, yeah. All right, so that was number 10, man. So after that, uh, what, what do we want to hit here on this list, man? We did the top... We did the top game list. Do you want to start on? Do you want to start on the uh, the education speech and whatnot, or do you want to? Well, I think that's a good one. Okay. All right. So, for those who who aren't uh, keyed in to this speech, man, uh, there was a speech given in in this movie where famous speech where the guy talks about America and the lady goes. What is why is America the best country in the world? And the guy answers, "It's a, it's a movie called The Newsroom, and, and it's basically America. Uh, it's like why is America the greatest country in the world, right? And okay, so so here here's the speech. She asks, so it basically says, can you say why Jennifer Johnson says, can you say why America is the greatest country in the world, right?" Sharon says diversity opportunity. Moderator goes Lewis. Lewis says freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Moderator asks Will. Will says the New York Jets. <clears throat> the moderator goes, no, I'm going to hold you to answer on that and what makes America the greatest country in the world. Will says, well, 
Lewis and Sharon said it, diversity and opportunity, freedom and freedom. Moderator says, I'm not letting you go back to the airport without answering the question. Well, Will says, well, our constitution is a masterpiece. James Madison was a genius. Declaration, Declaration of Independence is, for me, the single greatest piece of American writing. Uh, Wilk says, you don't look, and Professor keeps staring. He, Will says, you don't look satisfied. Moderator says, one's a set of laws and the other declaration of war. I want a human moment from you. What about the people? Why is America, Will Interruption says, it's not the greatest country in the world, Professor. That's my answer. Moderator says, you're saying, and then Will says, yes. Moderator says, let's talk about that. He goes, fine. He goes, Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it counts for a penny out of your paycheck, but he gestures to the to Lewis, gets you, gets well, gets to hit you with it any time he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals were are so are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? I don't I don't understand how that makes sense as far as the statement, but that's what he said. So goddamn always. Um. And then he says, and with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that they were the only ones in the world who have freedom. Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. (laughs) The moderator says, all right. And he goes, and you, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there are some things you should know. One of them is there's absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we are the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household uh, income, number four in labor force, and number four in experts, exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels and are real, and defense and defense spending. Uh, we were we spend where we spend more than the next twenty six countries combined, twenty five of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a twenty year old college student, but you nonetheless are without a doubt a member of the worst period generation period ever. Period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, right? So that built the whole scene for you guys. Um, so now what I decided to do, right? After talking with Tony about it and thinking that it was a good idea for you guys, I went ahead and said, okay, what are these stats today? And according to National Assessment of Educational Progress, Statista, macro trends, world population review, and trading economics. Do you want to know what the results are, Tony? Yes, I do. Tell the people what they want. All right, so we are 24th in math today. We are ranked we are ranked 37th in reading, 27th in writing. That's actually wild. 22nd in science. And all the ones that we were uh, top three in are still top three. We are number one, literally number one still, in incarcerated citizens per capita. That's 640 people locked up behind bars per 100,000. We are 33rd, still very low in infant mortality. That is six deaths per 1,000 babies. 
The average is only four across the world. How is that even a thing? How does that, how, how? We are fifth in median household income, 14th in labor force participation, second in export, exporting over two, $2.1 billion worth of assets in some way, shape or form overseas and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> and first still in defense spending, spending seven hundred and seventy eight billion dollars in defense spending yep wow. so there you go <laughs> yeah man yeah that's a uh, ridiculous it's to See, think what's, man, what's crazy to me is that we're 37th in reading like yeah bro we're low really <laughs> we are low how yeah, is that even fun, possible? Bro. Well, you know what? I was actually talking to my friend yesterday about this. Dude, these kids are put in these classes, bro, with like 30 kids in class. Like how, how is a teacher supposed to help them out and give every single uh, kid who is going to need help the help that they need, like the, the attention yeah. that they need? Yeah, it's just like not everyone yeah. learns the exact same way. Our school system is just awful, bro. It's terrible. Yeah, bro. It's, you know Honestly, bro. Us, that, I mean, I, I'm sorry. You go. go, ahead. go. I can go. No, they, they want to blame us as if it's our problem that we weren't able to learn as kids. Um, Bro, your fucking broken ass system is why we don't work. You know, it's why we're, we grow up and not, not know what the hell is going on. We 37th in reading, 27th in writing. Dude, 24th in math. Like, we're not even top. We're not even top twenty in the shit that matters. What the <laughs> fuck is that? And we're the greatest, bro. It's crazy, bro. It's honestly wild, bro. Honestly, if I told you this surprised me, I'd be lying to you. Yeah. You know, like, bro. Think about it, bro. Think about what high schoolers you know uh middle schoolers look like today bro like think about what they're doing you know what i mean think about what they're holding more valuable than let's say showing up to class at fucking 7 30 in the morning you know what i mean like understand why there's a whole bunch of movements now to uh enhance and bring awareness to stem programs so that we can get more children and you know young adults interested in things like uh you know math science and you know technological uh advancements and machinery engineering yeah. you know because but you're not you're not seeing that interest i, in I think i think in, out in city schools and you know all that shit is because they're too much there's too many kids in a pack no. in the classroom right because well yeah i mean it, on top i'm saying on top of the fact that they're not being able to be paid attention to individually what they're able to pay attention to is you know and what i, what I was getting into is um you know i think that social media has been both a help and a detriment because you know with everything there's always a there's a negative and a positive so with with social media not only has it been able to allow us to connect to everybody and everything you know at any time but with that that means that 
they are also connected to anybody, everywhere, and everything, all the time, at any time. You know what I mean? And they are subject to seeing content that maybe, you know, we wouldn't have had access to in their time, even when we had cell phones and whatnot. Like they can do, they can launch entire video games, like actual, you know, damn near A-list video games on their phones. Okay, I can give you attention after the podcast, buddy. <laughs> Come on, man. You're on. He's right up under me too. Look where he is, and he's acting like I'm not giving him attention. <laughs> right here, he was laying on my feet. He gonna whine like I'm not giving him no attention. Anyway, spoiled brat. I love you. Hi. Anyways, um, fuck. Where was I? Uh. You're talking about oh yeah, yeah so they have access so yeah they have access to everything right and you know their phones are so powerful more powerful than things that people used to put on the moon you know what i mean way back when so if you're seeing what people's new goals are becoming if you ask the younger generation look it up they, they want to become people you know like they want they say influencer or youtuber and blah 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 like they're not thinking that things like having a degree in technology or a degree in science or a degree in, you know, math and engineering, they're not thinking that any of that matters. Right. And that they don't need it. Which money, man. Right. I'll say in some respects, I can understand it. Right. Cause if you're showed through, you know, what now are your role models in some way to perform, right. Cause our role models are people like Kobe and all these great people, because you know, this is who we had access to, but now they have access to, and this is who they're seeing every day, people like the Jake Pauls of the world and things like that. So, you know, when you're shown that, look, man, you don't need to be the smartest person in the room in order to gain millions of dollars. All you gotta do is do stupid shit on the internet at some level and if people like you enough, then they'll give you their money anyway. You know what I mean? It doesn't motivate you as a kid who's gullible and still learning who to be and things like that it doesn't motivate you as a kid to, you know, push academically because it's like for what? Well, like I yeah. do post a couple of videos yeah. a week, you know, what I mean, of me and my friends doing stupid shit, and I could drop out tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck it. You know? So, um, you well, know, I, mean, what, what I think that. But you have to have that. That's a skill too. You have to be able. That entertaining is a skill. I mean, you could be an idiot. But you can, if you are able to entertain, that's a skill on its own. And people think that it just comes to you. That you're just, it's just, oh, I, I can play a video game. I can do this. I can do that. I can entertain thousands. And that, no, you can't. Not everyone can do that. But yeah, the, but it's also putting your energy in the wrong areas too. Because now you're in, now, now I'm just going to be, no, just kind of harsh at the moment. But now you're an idiot it to do something that takes skill and you don't want to learn how to do that skill because you think it's just done entertaining is a skill you have to learn how to do it keep people's attention and you have to be obsessed with it like that uh, uh mr beast was talking about this because he was obsessed with youtube he was he said look you i was obsessed with it everything down to what my what whatever things like ever the timeline like everything everything he was obsessed with and you have to be obsessed with everything because if you're not i mean you're you're not going you're not learning you still have to learn and that's what that's what that's what people are missing here 
All right, so we're back with uh, with math now. It's like twenty fourth. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm surprised that math is lower and like or higher technically than reading because it's twenty reading's thirty seventh. Math is twenty four. Math is boring as hell to a lot of people. And yeah, I don't fuck with math either. Yeah, because it's I mean, but math is important. You know, math is. But how how do how do you make math interesting? Like that's the thing that honestly, no teacher has made math interesting for me. Go home, do these math problems for homework. Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that with my time instead of going to play video games. Like oh. bullshit. I'm gonna be home. Right. I'm like in my in my at home playing Call of Duty Four, rocking that shit out for like 24 mm. days. You know, but you know it, it's just. they're not they don't it's not engaging at all it's not engaging school system right now is just it's i don't know how it is now but when i was going to school it was trash bro i mean there's kids are not the kids are not focused kids are not paying attention there's too many kids in class so no one's getting the attention that they need and what are they what do they think is going to happen it's we're going to all grow up to be fucking idiots you know i'm not the smartest man in the room but i'm okay with that I'm always willing to learn. <laughs> and that's not said about a lot of people. People don't, un- kids don't understand how important it is to learn. Keep talking, Tony. I was leaving it to you, but I mean, look, you can express a lot through reading. You can, you can escape through reading. You can escape through writing. You can get creative with writing. You can oh. be astounded by science. Like science astounds the fuck out of me, bro. I can go, I can learn about science yeah. all day long. I can, you can keep teaching me shit. But if I now have to apply that knowledge of science to incorporate it with math, because math and science are honestly one in one and the same. A lot of math goes into science, but it's the, it's, it's the understanding of math which is tough and that is hard for people to understand and get excited about so yeah you can be you can escape with reading you can be created with writing you can be astounded by science but what the fuck what gets me going for math and that is where i struggled i struggled a lot with math because i didn't know what the i didn't know how to be engaged with it how the hell are you going to be engaged with numbers? I mean, you can be, I, I, you know, there's different things for different people. You know, I'm, I'm, that's, you know, that's what it is. What it is. Some people love math because to them it makes sense. You know, those are more, mm. more than likely the type A personalities, um, strict type A, like, you know, this shit mm. make logical sense in order for me to move forward. You know, it's a different solve, mm. a problem solving process. Yep. You can solve problems with math and that's, you know that's exciting but the wonder of science and space and biology and animals and you know quantum physics like all that shit is enticing mm-hmm. to me. do i know how to mm-hmm. do that and incorporate that myself absolutely not because i don't know math as well as i need to <laughs> yeah i mean i will mirror all you said and raise you um, you good? You need to go back outside? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're I'm gonna pause the recording again and take this fucker outside. Hold on. That said, you know, like this stuff. I mean, the way I guess me personally, I never, I never really liked math either, right? I never really found, I never really looked at it and said, oh, you know, this is mm-hmm. what makes it exciting for me and all these great things. But what I will say is, is that you know what I found does help me when it comes to math is just making it about money. You know what I mean? Like if you just turn the numbers into dollar signs, then it's way better and easier for you to understand. At least for at least for me personally. Yeah. Um, that doesn't always translate into every facet of math, right? Because geometry, you can't do that with and trigonometry and all that great stuff. But you know, when it comes to like algebra and variables and all these great things, you know, if you just try to say to yourself and draw up like money situations, and it's helped me out. But uh, uh, other than that, you know, I I mean. Me personally, I love science. Like I love, I always done well in science. Actually, I like, I love space. Oh, I love space. Um, you know, shit like black holes, and supernovas, and all these great things. Like I, I, I freaking love space. Um, I, I love writing. I wrote a book. Human nice. beings and a mob, guys. Um, coming out soon. Getting artwork done for that now. Be on the lookout for that. Um, I love writing. Always have loved writing. Um. Reading. I'm not. I'm not much of a much of a reader. I read when I either like like it or um, or it's mandatory. Like if I have to read, then I will read. Um, but that's about that, man. I mean, you know. So all these things, man. I can. I can. I can see where uh, you know we fall off and why. Uh, I guess my biggest concern is what we're still number one in. There's no reason why we should still be number one in incarcerated citizens. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. There's no reason why. You want to know why? Um, money. Yeah. The more people in jail, the more money they make. Funded by, you know, shady shits. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of shady deals going on with prisons. Anybody that's in jail right now who has dealt with, like, with, or is in jail because of weed and all that, marijuana, should be out of jail. It's bullshit. Everybody that yeah, everybody that was on that charge should be released immediately, especially after it's been legalized. Everybody should be let go. Um, I still I, I believe that. If, if you don't believe that, I'm sorry. You know that doesn't mean that we can't be cool. I just don't share that opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, but to me, that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? We got to figure this out. There's no reason why we should still be the number one country with most of our citizens locked up and you want to call this the land of the free. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. <laughs> nobody's free, literally. <laughs> and then infant mortality, all we talk about all day is fucking technology and, you know, NFT and NFTs and Bitcoin and, you know, how fast technology is advanced. There's no reason why with the all the technologies that you're talking about and all these advancements that you're trying to hype up, why we're letting babies die it's these billionaires are taking the babies bro <laughs> no, no bro actually it is. it is it is bro because if you look at if you look at some of the deeper uh uh studies on this there have been times where like hospitals just kind of are like you know yeah we're just gonna have to let that one go you know what i mean or like there isn't enough care paid attention to you know someone that's given birth and whatnot you know what i mean and it to me that's that's ridiculous to think that my child's life was completely judged as to whether or not he can come into existence by your workload 
I mean, like, I understand you're a doctor or whoever, you know what I mean? And your life is hard at some level too. And you got to attend to everybody else who has a baby. But at the same time, I'd like my son, please. You know what I mean? Or I'd like my <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, can you make that happen? That's your job. That's what I literally pay this hospital for. That's what I'm going to pay this hospital for. Even after I leave and you let my baby die. Can you, I'd rather not pay for literally nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so there's that. And the labor force participation, we dropped. We were higher. Yeah. So we, you know, we dropped because, again, like we were saying earlier, people are not seeing the reason as to why to work. You know what I mean? There are people now, I'll also say that, you know, a lot of the studies have shown that people are dropping out of work, out of the workforce to pursue things that they want to do, right? Or that they've always thought about doing, but they didn't really have the chance until COVID. All those people, more power to you. What do you think we're trying to do right now? You know what I mean? Keep doing what you love. That's fantastic. Um, I guess more what it's highlighting is the level of people that are not finding it worth it to do any work. You know what I mean? I think that that's unfortunate. Um, exports. Why are we exporting so much shit? I understand, you know, global trade. I understand keeping allies, but $2.1 billion going out of the U.S.? Like, do you, don't you think that we could use that money in some way, shape, or form? <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want, I can, I, I mean, I understand, you know, billionaires wanting to stay billionaires, millionaires wanting to stay billion, millionaires and exporting their work because they could pay less for the same services out of country. I understand that. I'm just saying I could use $2.1 billion. I mean, that's all I'm saying. And then defense spending, nobody's fucking with us, government. I think we've spent enough money to look at other countries and go, say a name, bitch, say it three times, see if we don't come over there and bomb your whole shit. Say it, say it right now. You know what I mean? Like, I think we've reached that area. We don't need to spend any more money on any new breaking edge technology on defense because we can fuck up whoever we want. Stop <laughs> it. We can, we can definitely use $778 billion all spent on saying to other people that we're tough. Well, that's just to protect us from shit. I don't... I, I get it. But it's a lot of money, and it's not even. It's like I want to know. I want to know what it is from first to second place. Like, I can understand salaries and all that great stuff too, and a lot of that probably goes into that. I'm saying, take. I'm sure five five percent of that is not needed. Take five percent of seven hundred and seventy eight billions and put it somewhere else. Put it in the education system. Put it into education in the inner cities. Put it into enriching children in, in, in order to, you know, learn more about math, science, technology, and the things that can make this country move. And pay teachers more. You want it to. You know what I mean? Huh? Said so pay teachers more. Give them better benefits. Yeah, they have the whole summer off, to but guess what? More and be, and, huh? I said, yeah, they have the whole summer off, but guess what? They still, we still need more teachers because people are not, people are growing up not wanting to be teachers. Right, because because they don't pay they don't pay enough. You gotta like the teachers nowadays. All teachers nowadays. Shout out to y'all, y'all. As a matter of fact, right now, all teachers everywhere. Y'all doing y'all doing everything y'all can. I know it's not easy. These kids are wild. I get it. 
pay the teachers more, just like you pay doctors and shit like that. I'm not saying pay them as much as doctors. I, you know, I, I feel like there's a level of risk there. But yeah, so, <laughs> um, the amount of the but, amount of, you know, know that goes into doctors being a doctor. Yeah, a lot. but 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 pay teachers more. You know, what I mean, just like doctors and 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 professional, you know, professors and other professionals and whatnot that kind of make this country grow and that are staples and we can't necessarily be anything else without them. You know what I mean? They exist in that profession. You can't have a school system without teachers. You can't have a system in which people can learn and grow and be, you know, scholars in so much shape or form without the teachers to teach them. So if you want to be, you know, a country in which your academics and your, uh, and, and basically the your way you educate your students and, and your, and your youth, as a staple, if you believe that that's a staple of yours, you pay and you invest into that staple, just like any other investment. Yeah. So you know, I guess it should show also on on the scale of America. You know what I mean? And like it comes all the way back to like what, like you said earlier, and as I pointed out earlier, take that take that five percent or some of that five percent, invest it into STEM programs, invest it into paying the teachers more, invest it into uh, fixing up somebody's you know fucking streets and neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Well, they, into- they've tried to. I mean, there's been things out there. There's been like uh, proposals to where they only want half a million or, ha- or half a billion. Like, let's take half a billion and put it into the education system. Shut down almost immediately, bro. Didn't, didn't even though. have a chance. Yeah. We're, talking about, we're talking about half a billion of 687 million? How much? Though. 778 billion. Oh my god, that's even more than I thought, bro. That's that's insane. 778 billion, bro. And you asked for half, for 500 million. Bro, if I had 778 billion dollars, you know you know what 500 million is to me? 500 million is oh, snap, I I was getting out of the shower and it fell out of my fucking back pocket or some shit like that. Like yeah. that's 500 million to 778 billion dollars. You could, they could, they could shit that money and 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 flush it down the toilet and never and never care about it again. And I want to know how much of that money is even being used, bro. And that's another thing. That's what I'm yeah. saying, bro. So, how, how much of that money is just being circulated for some some dumb shit? Like it's being siphoned yeah, some, off some government experiment of what yeah. we do next as far as defending ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we don't need it. Nobody's fucking with us. Not nobody has asked to go to war with America since America. Really, you know what I mean? And, and well, that's more war than on our land. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nobody's come over here. Mainly. You know what I mean? Except for nine eleven, and then you know, and then you saw what we did after nine eleven. I mean, tell me what the Iraqi uniform looked like. You know what I mean? Okay, you know, you don't know exactly. You don't know what it looked like because we was over there. We just went over there and killed them. That's what we was we, we knew. We knew what the guns looked like because they were ours. <laughs> <laughs> Ted serious, yo. As Cat Williams said, we was killing homies in in tank tops, sweatpants, flip flops, and a cowboy hat. You shouldn't have been talking shit. You shouldn't have came over here and fucked with that shit. So, you know, stop. Just stop. Take that money and put it into something useful, man. Come on now. So I, I guess to end on a more positive note, um, there is a guy that used to come to the pizza shop that me and Tony and our friends go to during lunch. And this 
this dude would come up to us and deadass ask, yo, y'all can give a pretty nigga a dollar? <laughs> well, I don't remember this. When the hell was this? You don't know about that guy? It was oh, like, I don't think know, I... This guy comes up in a whole ass, he has like a whole ass bubble coat on for some reason and shit like that. He would, he would go up to Sam, yo, or anybody. And be like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> Yo, you you could give a pretty nigga a dollar, bro, and he'd be dead ass, or or, or you could give a gorgeous nigga a dollar. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is a multiple I, I thing. This Sam. happened multiple times. Yeah, no, he do, he does that. He'll do that to anybody he can in the shop and outside of the shop if he can. Bro. Yo, I hate that and shit, I'm bro. If I'm if I'm in like some place, or if I'm in some place and you come in inside the business and you ask me for money, get the fuck out of my face. Look, I understand you have a tough life, but do not ever come into the place where I'm at eating with people who I am comfortable around. And how dare you ask me for fucking money? Get the fuck out of here. And if a worker doesn't fucking do something about that person who comes inside and asks uh, customers for money, you're doing something wrong. You kick that motherfucker out of the building and say, don't ever fucking come back in here. That's where we need balls in places. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh, oh. It happened to me one time, bro. Oh, I was, I was in, I was trapped, bro. I was in the corner of the table in the booth and I couldn't get out. But if I could get out, I would have, oh, oh, oh. I got a little personal. Sorry. Don't ever come. Don't ever come into I mean, a fucking okay. place where I'm eating and ask me for fucking money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. That's anyway, go, go, go about this yeah, dude. But, uh, <laughs> he's hilarious to me, honestly, because it's like to me to have the amount of confidence you need to have in yourself to not only call yourself pretty, but to then ask for money, you know, post doing that is a swing of both pride and delusion that I love. I think it's entertaining. Because... That, that's that's funny. Honestly, like, honestly, think about think about the mindset you have to be in to not only simultaneously tell, tell the whole world you're broke, but at the same time tell them, you some gorgeous nigga, so therefore you deserve that dollar. You know what I mean? Like... That takes a level of gall that I I wish I had. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't have balls to be like, yo, can you can you have borrow? Can I borrow a dollar? Like I don't even like. I would never. I don't even like asking my dad for money. Like that yeah, shit. I don't like asking anyone for money. Yeah. I don't ever like asking anyone for money. Uh, I don't like. I because I don't like owing anybody anything. I yeah. fucking hate it. So, um. So yeah. That to me is hilarious. And on that note, as I finish up my white wine, on that note, we'll end it. Episode three. All right. We are the Problem Podcast. Fine. We got a link tree now, man. We got a link Ooh. tree. Click the link tree. That'll take you to all our sites and places that we are available. I'm talking about on YouTube. Like Google Podcast. That. Right. Um. Yeah. On I want to drop them on drop on below. You know, this should be on the link right underneath. Just press it. Check them out. Follow. Subscribe. Below. We appreciate you. 
This one uh, was. Click the link tree. Follow us. Yeah. It was an interesting one. Huh? So this was an interesting one. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my mind editing this shit. But it's gonna get done, and you guys will have another episode this coming Sunday because that's what has to happen. And we'll be right back here this coming Sunday, recording all over again for you beautiful people. So, with that being said, Tony, say goodbye to the people. Have a good one. As they say in Canada, peace out. And I'm signing off as well. Money making rich. Back at it again. See you next time. Love yours.